0: Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, in the studio on a Friday morning. We just uh, set up three space heaters to dethaw Ned, and that smile just kind of started to form, so I now, I now I know it's time to go. Uh, but we're going to have to start on a sad note this morning. Let's talk about uh, Tim McCarver. Well, first
1: of all, it's four space heaters. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, my bad. I didn't see the one behind you. It is a sad note because Tim McCarver was a Cardinal, always will be a Cardinal in the hearts of, of many fans. Passed away yesterday at the age of 81. Surprising, no one, at least not I, knew that he had been ill, but he did have heart problems. and Evidently, it was heart failure that caused his demise. But Tim McCarver was a great baseball player. I wouldn't call him a super great ball player because while he is in the Baseball Hall of Fame, it's not for baseball as an active player, but as a broadcaster. 22 seasons with the Cardinals and the Phillies, 9 with the Phillies, 12 with the Cardinals, and then a little bit with the Red Sox and the Mets. I beg your pardon, the Expos. But the fact is that Tim McCarver really made his niche teaming with Joe Buck. For 18 years on Fox Television, they did something like 23 World Series and 20 All-Star games, and he was a heck of a baseball analyst. He also did some work on the Cardinals Network for for a while, as would seem reasonable. A good ball player, two-time All-Star, he he was Steve Carlton's designated catcher when Carlton was traded to the Phillies. That's where McCarver already was. And those guys teamed up to make the Phillies eventually a contender, not in the early years, but they helped to formulate that team into really what was a pretty strong outfit that won the world series in 1980. But again, Tim McCarver passing from the scene at 81, very sad note. And we wish and send our condolences to the entire Cardinals organization.
0: Absolutely. Um, Once a Cardinal, always a Cardinal in our opinion. Uh, now, let's flip it. Not so great news, but at least it wasn't about someone passing. It's more about a company passing on a bill that they can't pay. What the commissioner of baseball have to say about the ballet situation?
1: Interestingly enough, the commissioner seems to think this is not going to be resolved because he made an edict yesterday that indeed, if this ballet sports or diamond sports, as the major company is known, if they go belly up and there's a 30-day grace period here, uh, to resolve all their problems. They failed on paying some of their creditors $140 million, not some, all of them, $140 million on Wednesday. They failed to do that. So the commissioner said, all right, we'll give you a 30-day grace period. That's what it is uh, to resolve all the problems. If that doesn't get done and you declare bankruptcy, we're going to step in. We being Major League Baseball, they will step in and take over the television rights of the 14 teams that are involved in this. That's half of Major League Baseball, virtually half. And the Cardinals and the Royals and the st louis blues are also involved in this circumstance as well they're part of the ballet sports but if they go belly up baseball will step in and make sure the games get televised in the area what they will probably do is go to the local cable companies i don't know whether they can work with satellite or not but regardless of that they will go and make their own deals now how that's going to affect the viewer remains to be seen These games are probably going to be streamed too, Mike. And and that really goes against the philosophy of the regional sports networks because it's forbidden to do that. However, they'll be out of business, or at least we assume they are, and Major League Baseball will take over. So the games will be on regardless of what happens.
0: Or you could just, you know buy a ticket and go see it in real life why not there's <laughs> a novel idea all right now uh, race fans i know are excited it's their super bowl weekend if you will daytona 500 should be an exciting race it
1: really should be and it, the green flag will fall central time at 1 down at the daytona international speedway they'll probably race to a point where they'll have to turn on the arc lights but regardless of that it's uh, it's the great american race that's how they have it built on television and it is a pretty big deal and you will have you will have 40 of the best drivers in the world in stock car racing racing around that track at Daytona which is a heck of a challenge and has produced all sorts of outstanding racing indeed. Now, they had the qualifying. Now, this is for the field and not for the pole position, but they had the qualifying last night, and Joey Logano and Eric Amarola won the qualifying races, and what that does is establish their position in the field. They had already qualified for the race itself, so this is a big deal coming up, and it all begins Sunday at 1.30
0: exciting stuff uh you got your money on any of these gangs
1: no i don't <laughs> there's too much taking things to chance
0: in that one. <laughs> no more like he lost all of it during the football season <laughs> so uh both
1: the jury panthers and lady panthers were on the road last night how'd they do they played in indianapolis and it's pretty much the same story as always happens or at least i say always this year lady panthers win they are now 24 and one on the year beat Uh, Indianapolis University, 86-79, 24-1, and and that is second in America. This Drury Lady Panthers team, folks, is really, really good and headed for the national playoffs. How far? That remains to be seen. The guys, different story. Indianapolis won by a score of 76-65, and the Drury Panthers record now is 8 wins and 17 losses. We'll do some recruiting and some improving next year, but be that as it may, a split of a doubleheader in Indianapolis—not
0: a bad thing at all. Um, at the end of the day, and uh, and those Lady Panthers, dude—they're they're, looking they're pretty good. damn good. It's a I mean, very, they're very good. Might team. have another
1: national champion in town. Well, the, they are number two in America. Number one is the only team to beat Drury this year, and that's Ashland. Ashland's in Ohio, and Ashland is in the same regional as Drury, so when they go to the regional playoffs, they're likely to play each other, and Mike, that would be tantamount to the national championship game. It won't be on the record books, but it'll be for realistic purposes. What happens in that game if, in fact, they do play, would be the the title game.
0: Pretty incredible stuff. Um, Last but not least, we do have some
1: uh, golf going on in L.A. right now, don't we? The leaders, and nobody cares about the leaders, are Max Homa And Keith Mitchell. (laughs) But do you think that's where the media is? Hell no. (laughs) Tiger Woods is playing in the Genesis Open. And it is his first PGA event in almost a year. Watched him play a little bit yesterday. He kind of slogged through the event. And then all of a sudden, in the end, he got hot. And birdied the final three holes and finished with a two under par 69. So the media has automatically anointed him as the tournament winner and he's getting all the coverage and 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 it should be the guy is a great player 15 time major winner and all that and gone through all sorts of travails in his life but the fact of the matter remains he is playing he is giving it a shot and he did birdie those final three holes and the golf world has gone nuts (laughs) well hey it like i said man to come back from that some people would never be the same. Oh, no, 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 no. And that's not to make fun of anything that happened. He, he had the terrible auto accident, which was now three years ago, in which he quite honestly fell asleep behind the wheel. And he was very lucky to get out number one with his life and number two with one of his legs because there was a consideration of amputating. Thank God they did not, and he is. Now, he does walk with a, a, a limp, and you can see that. But still, it doesn't affect your golf swing any, and he's playing well. As long as nothing happened to those hips, man. That's
0: really where it all comes from. All right, uh, I forgot. We do have some basketball games in town this weekend, do don't we? Need. Two
1: Lady Bears games tonight and Sunday afternoon, and one Bears game, which is tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. The Bears will play Northern Iowa. This is Hall of Fame week at Missouri State for the Athletics Hall of Fame. So the Lady Bears will take the court tonight, and they'll be playing Murray State, and that'll be at 6 o'clock. They start at 6 o'clock, and that'll be Murray State and the Lady Bears tonight. Tomorrow afternoon, the Bears will play Northern Iowa. That is a 3 o'clock start. And then on Sunday, the Lady Bears play Belmont, and that'll be at 2 o'clock. So plenty of basketball at the Great Southern Bank Arena. should be a lot of fun.
0: I know you're going to be posted up there as well, so have a great weekend, sir. And if you look for Ned, buy him a drink. I'll see you on Monday. (laughs)